This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie along with Richard Godfrey, who has been investigating MH370 since its disappearance back in 2014. Richard, this latest piece of debris, you said that it showed up a couple of years ago, but nobody really knew about it. Tell us what it was. Um, it was uh, an item uh, which is very similar to other debris items that we found. Uh, it is a uh, composite material, uh, carbon-reinforced fiber. Uh, it has a honeycomb structure. The pieces are uh, obviously fragmented and fractured on, on every side. It's been ripped off uh, from uh, the plane. Um, it looks to me like a piece uh, which comes uh, from one of the wings. Uh, when on the wings, um, when the undercarriage is, is extended uh, and, and lowered, the main um, pieces of the undercarriage come out uh, from the body of the fuselage, but mm -hmm. they extend out under the wing, and there are four doors that open to allow the undercarriage to uh, be extended. And I think uh, this piece looks uh, rather like it could be from one of those doors under the wing um, of, of this uh, uh, unfortunate uh, MH370 aircraft. Have they, have they ever found parts of the landing gears or anything like that, the wheels? Um, they have found uh, from the nose wheel um, a, a door. Uh, there are four doors that open on the nose of the aircraft for the nose wheel, and they match that up with a with a, another Boeing 777, and uh, that got confirmed to be uh, from MH370. Um, they have found parts from all over the aircraft, from the interior, the exterior, from the wings, from the fuselage, from uh, 
cabin seating, cabin dividers from from the nose to the tail, even bits of engine uh, cowling and and engine nameplates. Um, so this was quite a um, massive uh, impact uh, in order to get all these pieces from all over uh, the aircraft. And as I mentioned earlier, 37 pieces have been uh, found, meanwhile, which have floated mostly because of the honeycomb structure, because that captures air in the, in the honeycomb structure, and, and these pieces will float uh, on the ocean. Is there any evidence, Richard, of an explosion aboard the plane? No, there's no trace on any of these items uh, of explosion or, or fire. Um, we thought on one piece at one point uh, it looked like it may have been burnt, but uh, the analysis showed it was just a discoloring of the of the resins used in the manufacture of the part and uh, no traces of explosion or fire. Would the debris have been... I guess, created by an impact into the ocean seabed? Um, not the seabed, but the ocean surface. is. Okay. Uh, water is, is pretty dense, and uh, it's, it's not like crashing into a mountain or, or, or to concrete, uh, but it, it is still pretty dense, and as soon as you impact... Uh, um, you have to bear in mind the uh, uh, 175,000 uh, 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 metric uh, uh, kilos. Uh, it, it's a huge weight, uh, an aircraft, even when it's empty of fuel, it's still a huge weight. When it hits the ocean, it will typically, uh, and other crashes we've seen hitting the ocean, uh, could split into... Uh, literally 50,000 pieces wow. or, or sometimes even more. And this seems to me, Richard, to be more of a direct impact as opposed to a glide into the ocean. Yeah. When you have an emergency landing, um, the most famous one, I think, is Captain Sullenberger on the Hudson River. Sully, um, that's right. Yeah, Sully. And... Uh, you normally uh, extend the flaps um, so that you can slow the aircraft down. Uh, you will keep the undercarriage um, retracted uh, so that the plane has a smooth uh, belly and, and doesn't uh, uh, sink uh, in the water uh, quickly, as, as you saw in the Hudson uh, River uh, crash of U.S. Airways 1549. Sullenberger uh, did a great uh, job landing smoothly. Um, in this case with MH370, we see the opposite. Uh, the flaps were not extended. We've got a one of the flaps have been found and analyzed, and the conclusion from the authorities was uh, that the flaps were not uh, extended. And it appears from this particular uh, piece of wreckage we've just discovered, that it is possible that the undercarriage was lowered and was uh, extended. So it's the complete contrary of what you should do uh, according to the emergency procedure. Therefore, I conclude it was not a soft landing. 
um, not an uh, attempted uh, emergency landing uh, like Captain Sullenberger did, but uh, it was the complete opposite. It was a very high-speed impact uh, and designed, uh, in effect, to make sure that there were tens of thousands of pieces uh, uh, of damage uh, and, and a complete wreckage of the aircraft. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. The investigators looked at the people aboard the plane, and they concluded that there was no hijacking. I'm going to go through some of the explanations in our book, Someone is Hiding Something, and I'll tell you the one that I think is possible and get your opinion on it. You ready? Explanation one. These are just explanations now. Weather, hijacking, mechanical malfunction, extraordinary means, aliens took the ship. Shot down by a missile, sabotage, it landed somewhere. And here's the one that I think possibly is the conclusion. Suicide or pilot terrorist activity. I think Captain Shaw may have been involved in taking that plane into a dive and killed himself and took them with him. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think uh, you've you've listed all of the uh, possible scenarios. Uh, I know there are over 150 books written on MH370, and every every book has a different uh, scenario. Um, number one, an, a plane does not continue to fly for seven hours, 37 minutes, if it's got a major problem with a fire on board or uh, electrical failure or a mechanical uh, uh, issue. So 
I, I, I think the plane was still uh, functioning uh, perfectly well. Uh, so then you come to was it was it hijacked? And I know they went through all the passengers on board. I know there were um, two passengers on false passports on board. And um, uh, but they checked them out, and they didn't seem to be hijackers. So uh, I have a problem with the hijack theory. Um, we know that Captain. Sahari Shah had a flight simulator at home, and we know uh, on this flight simulator um, they found one of many flights that he'd done was to the middle of the southern Indian Ocean until fuel exhaustion. Now, when you've got a flight simulator at home, uh, you probably try uh, landing on your favorite airport, or you might mm -hmm. try something difficult, um, landing on a, I don't know, in the middle of the uh, Yukon Territory and, and uh, uh, in some mountainous valley or something difficult. But you don't normally try flying to the middle of uh, an ocean till fuel exhaustion. And of course, uh, what, what about the co-pilot? The co-pilot was on his uh, last uh, training flight uh, and was uh, Captain Shah was a um, not just a captain but a trainer of pilots as well and he was just doing a the final approval check for this uh, young co-pilot uh, who would then be you know officially a full uh, co-pilot for the triple seven um, he seemed to have everything to live for, this guy. Right. He had just gotten engaged, didn't he? Yeah, he got engaged. He just bought a nice car. Um, you know, he was starting to earn some money, and uh, things were looking uh, good. Um, obviously, Captain uh, Sahari Shah is a, uh, a much more senior uh, individual. He has um, a, a very good track record. Uh, as a pilot, um, and he was well respected uh, by his colleagues. Um, but you know, he, he pilots um, are also subject, like everybody else, to um, health problems, and, mm -hmm. uh, and they have to get a health check every year. Um, the health check uh, report, um, the final re uh, health check report. Um, sort of put the ticks in all the right boxes, but it may not have discovered, um, you know, there was no um, brain scans done or, or CT scans or uh, it's just, you know, can you, uh, are you alert? Are you fit? Is your blood pressure right? Is your heart rate okay? Um, there could have been something uh, which was not obvious in the medical check uh some health reason, but that is pure speculation on, on my part. In, t in terms of the, the pilot uh, suicide, um, uh, it's not just a suicide, it would then be also mass murder. That's right. Um, of uh, all of the passengers and crew on board. Um, it, there's, there's no evidence uh, of that. So again, it's 
is speculation. The, the, there is this smoking gun, if you like, that uh, the home simulator uh, of the captain had this rather weird flight to fuel exhaustion in the middle of the uh, ocean. But um, that is not direct evidence uh, that that was what he was planning to do. Um, and and so, in my view, we we know where the plane crashed. We know uh, a lot about what happened with the debris we found and the satellite data we have and the Boeing data we have and the uh, whisper radio technology data we have. But we don't actually know who was flying uh, at the moment of the uh, the diversion and the moment of the crash, and we don't know why, uh, what the motivation uh, was. And that's why we need to find the aircraft, we need to recover the data recorder, we need to see if there's any clues in the wreckage that will help uh, the authorities to answer the question exactly what happened uh, and why it happened and who was uh, uh, the pilot uh, in control. What we do know from the data is that there was an active pilot right up until the end of the flight. So it wasn't a, a ghost flight, um, as, as some people in some books have expressed the idea. And there was never any mayday or any kind of broadcast to any other tower, was there? No, and there was plenty of opportunity to do it. Um, uh, the VHF radio has a good range. The satellite uh, phone, um, you can call in from anywhere. Uh, the high-frequency radio will allow you to uh, communicate over thousands of miles. So there was plenty of systems that would allow you uh, to communicate uh, a Mayday um, message, but it, it never that never came. Hence, I mean, obviously, if there was a hijacker on board, uh, they they switch off the transponder of the aircraft so it can't be tracked. They don't. Uh, they switch off the radio so, uh, and, and don't uh, take any uh, calls or make any calls. Um, so it, I tend to go with you down the route of a hijacking. Um, now, who the pilot was. Was it a hijacker pilot or was it the captain who hijacked his own plane? That I, I can't uh, determine. I don't have any evidence that tells me uh, one way uh, or the other. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.